You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Casey Zeman. And Casey is the founder of the popular webinar platform called Easy Webinar. With over 8,000 customers using Easy Webinar, Casey has seen what works and what doesn't when it comes to leveraging webinars to sell better and engage stronger with your audience and customers. Casey has consulted with companies like HarperCollins, Estee Lauder, and Dell and has built his own multi-million dollar business, not only around EasyWebinar, but also in the info product space. So, welcome to the show, Casey. Dennis, thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, not only am I a fan of EasyWebinar, but I'm also a customer. So, you know, it's kind of like that, hey, you know, I'm not only a bald guy, but I actually did get hair transplants. I actually (laughs) use EasyWebinar for the last couple of years, so thank you. It's worked well for me. Of course, of course. Appreciate that's, it. That's amazing. I use it as well. I, you know, not not, not <laughs> just the founder, hair club founder, but also a member. Is that like that? that that's that exactly what I was striving yeah, for. Yeah. But <laughs> I've been bald for a really long time, so that's a, that's that's <laughs> an old that's an old story. So, um, listen, really grateful that you're be here that you're here today. Thank you. We're going to talk about something we've never talked about on the show before, which is how to use automated webinars to create a better experience for your prospects, right? Mm-hmm. And so what's really interesting is this is not only a B2C phenomenon, but this is a B2B phenomenon as well. And we were talking a lot about B2B beforehand, and we're going to dive into that. So pay close attention, and Casey's going to give us some, some nuggets here on how we can start better leveraging this. But before we do that, give us a real quick backstory. Take a couple minutes, give us a quick backstory, and then we'll dive right in. Sure. So, you know, I started, I had this vision for myself of, cre- of being a course creator. And that vision was back in like 2000. So I, I've been doing this stuff for a while, the digital marketing thing. But in 2011, I was a consultant doing video marketing consulting for companies like Estee Lauder, Dell, HarperCollins. And I migrated into becoming a YouTube consultant back in the day. So that's what I was doing. I was doing YouTube consulting, engagement consulting for those companies. Just you know how you can use the power of video to bridge the gap of impersonality, yada, yada, yada. That's what I was doing mostly back then. But then I had these notions of grandeur to create an online course. And so I built a course called YouTube Revealed. And, and I wanted to move from being a consultant to that because a lot of my time was still one-on-one doing the whole consulting thing. So I built this course and I couldn't sell it for the life of me. It took me six months to build. And then finally, when I launched it, I just couldn't sell the thing. So I was struggling massively trying to figure this stuff out. I knew YouTube. But then I had this idea because I started seeing people use this thing called webinar, right? This, the, what, what, the, the webinars to like, you know, basically do more with connecting with their audiences. So, and I was good at, at YouTube. So I could get people to come to a video in YouTube, but I couldn't convert people into like a sale 
So I started actually, so I had this idea to create a video in YouTube, put it out there and then invite people to a workshop, a webinar workshop from YouTube. And as soon as I started doing that, I started getting people signed up to these things that were called webinars at the time. And at the time I was just doing these free webinars. I was terrified of selling on a webinar. I was just doing free content, building my email list and engaging and connecting with audiences until someone said, Casey, do you have anything to sell? And I was at that point, I knew that, you know, even though I was terrible at running webinars, they worked inherently because I was creating such a high level of intimacy with my customer and, and prospects. So I was like, yeah, I have this course. It's uh, 200 bucks. You want to get it? They're like, yeah, okay, we'll get it. And that was the start. And then I, I learned the nuances of how to sell better, you know, the conflict resolution scenario that oftentimes should be in a webinar, how to put my story into it. And, you know, and then I started selling better with webinars. And, you know, I was doing so many of these. In 2012, I ran like probably two or three webinars a week and I was just getting burnt out and it was just nuts, but it was a good problem to have because at least they were working. But that's when I started looking at the idea of figuring out how to leverage a webinar experience without me having to be there every time. And so at that time, I reached out to some developers and said, I had this idea for at the time what we started calling automated webinars. And so I had some developers create a WordPress plugin that would stream out workshops in that could be scheduled by the person that shows up, like they schedule a time to come to a webinar, but it was all pre-recorded, right? They were all pre-recorded webinar experiences. A lot of times people call them on-demand webinars. Ours, we call automated webinars because you sign up for a time, it's in the future, and it can be streamed in your attendees' time zone and all sorts of cool stuff. So I, we created that. It was a WordPress plugin at the time. It was called Easy Webinar Plugin, and we launched it probably 2013, and people started buying it. And it was just like a big, it was great, but at the same time it was a big headache because it was WordPress. And so we were, <laughs> it was literally, you put it into your own WordPress site. And if anyone doesn't know what WordPress is, it's basically the framework that most blogs and websites are built upon. And so it was easy to plug it in. But then the challenge was that we were dealing with other people's server, you know, challenges and all sorts of stuff. So we had high, you know, we, a lot of customer support that we were doing for a low end program. It just wasn't cost effective. So we started to build what, what is known today as Easy Webinar, which is a full SaaS platform that does automated webinars, live webinars, you know, on-demand webinars, and it, it leverages the power of engagement and automation so that you can basically sell better. And holistically, we wanted to create a webinar platform that did everything webinar and created, you know, sales experiences leveraging webinars. And people would use webinars to fulfill and you know, keep customer acquisition high or, and, and also customer retention high. And so that's basically what we built. And that was a start back in 2013 with this little plugin that then grew into something more. So yeah. Love it. Yeah. Perfect. That's a great origin story. So let me ask you one question before we dive into the content, right? Yeah, and for I'm, sure. I'm anxious to get in there, but this is a question, you know, I've introduced recently to some of my guests and I've gotten some really interesting answers. So I'm curious what you're going to say. If you could pick any business superpower, right? Any business superpower, maybe it's something that somebody you know that just does this one thing so well, you, you're envious and you wish you could do that one power. It's not, so, not a power that you already have, right? But it's a power that you wish you had. What would it be? So a power I wish I had. Yes, a business superpower that you wish you had. Not one I already have. but Not a, one, one that one you I have, one that you wish you had. 
Oh, man. You know, I've seen there are people that I know that can like, I'm an introvert, right? And so, so as an in, so yeah, as an introvert, I can do this all day long. I could speak on stage to like 5,000 people. And that's totally cool because it's like, there's like, it's a sea of people and it doesn't, it's not one-on-one. Right. I am really bad. I feel socially awkward when I have to network one-on-one with people. Online, I could do it all day long, but it's like when I'm in front of people, I feel sometimes socially awkward and I feel like I say really inappropriate things and like just like shove my foot in my mouth and it's like, ah, I don't know how to do this. So I know guys who are like this one guy, young guy, and he would find, you know, the most, you know, celebrated person in the room, right? The person everybody wants to go to, right? And he would beeline right to that person without stopping, without having anxiety or worry or fear, or maybe he has all of it, but he would get to that person and create a conversation with that person. And by the end, possibly work with that person. If I could have one superpower, it would be that I would shed my insecurities and enough to where I could have a relatively intelligent conversation with, <laughs> with, with, the, with the, the, the most celebrated person in the room on a really intimate, you know, not in a really clear, good way where it's like, it's just building a really cool rapport without anything and then us becoming friends. You know, I just, I think I'm bad at that. Basically. Yeah, there so are some people that are just really good at it. And I get your struggle because I'm very introverted myself. Yeah. I mean, it's, I never was the guy that went to these networking events and I'm not the guy that goes and does coffee with people that they meet online. I mean, I'm just not that guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll do this. Like you said, I'll do it in on uh, zoom or Skype or, yeah. or on the phone or FaceTime or whatever. But, but yeah, no, I get your point. And that's an, that's an excellent point. And that would be a really cool superpower. So, yeah. all right, listen, let's dive into the content today. As I said before, we're going to talk about how to use automated webinars to create a better experience for your prospects and or customers. Because again, there's customer acquisition, but then there's also customer retention. So I don't want to leave that out. So why don't you kind of unpack that for us a little bit? I'm sure we'll have a little bit of a dialogue and then we'll go from there. Yeah, like as an example, I was telling you how Dolby Technologies is using our system in a way to basically use education in a short, impactful presentation, but online, take people through that experience so that they are indoctrinated and understand any gaps in education before finally getting into like, let's say a strategy call or a, a final sales conversation, right? And I feel like a lot of times what businesses are doing right now is they're burning, they're not filling the education gap before they have the conversation. They're, they're getting people into conversations and they're having to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. And it's, and basically that costs a certain level of bandwidth, right? To have that, to do that same touch point, one time touch point, and then a second time, third time, fourth time touch point. And what would the goal would be in using something like webinars or automated webinars is to shore up so you don't have to have so many touch points that are costing you certain levels of bandwidth before someone is ready to take action and come in and, and you know, become that customer of yours or, you know, or client. And so what we see is if we can go through an indoctrination experience or webinar experience that educates on the points that, that the true problem, problems that your audience are facing, when you finally get them into a conversation, they're much more apt to now make that, that step. So it's like almost like speed dating. 
you know, because right now with speed, you know, dating, you have like several touch points, right? Same thing, customer journey, you have several touch points. This basically eliminates a lot of those touch points. So you have some automation aligned with it. And the good thing is when you can use a webinar, it not only creates the auto, it can create the automation, it can create, you can fill in the education gap, but you can also build a relationship and a level of what we consider, you know, business intimacy and, and clarity before ever getting into the conversation with somebody. Yeah, before we move on, something really interesting kind of popped into my head as you were talking about that. And, and it kind of goes hand in hand with this educational process, right? So using it as a way, you mentioned bandwidth, right? And I don't want people to un- misunderstand, you know, uh, data on your mobile phone or the internet. What it bandwidth, what you were referring to was more human capital, right? Time yes. of your salespeople or people in the process, right? Because that time is time that the company's paying for and it's time you can never get back. So if they're spending time with people that are in the wrong part of the buying process, well, then that may not be the most appropriate time for them. They need to be spending time that are, in, that are closer to the bottom of that funnel or the middle of that funnel right. in a way to try to convert better, right? So, but then the other thing came up to me, which was, you know, an automated webinar, when you record a live webinar and then you make it an automated webinar. What's really great about the automated webinars that I find is that once you have perfected the actual content of the webinar, the educational process, the call to yeah. action, everything that's in there, it does it perfect every single time. Yeah. But if I try to replicate that in every live webinar, I'd be lucky if I hit it one out of five times, you know, yeah. to hit it right on, right? So it's very consistent and it'll probably do a better job of educating your customers or prospects than your actual salespeople will do in educating them. Because again, you have that inconsistency in the delivery of the message. Does that make sense? hundred percent. I mean, you, you know, if you find the one person who's the best in your company at presenting, right? And use that person over and over again. But the problem is that, that person can't be on every call that they're making with a prospect, right? But if you can take that person and their level of experience and then duplicate that process over and over again, that's going to serve you better and your business better than having, you know, some lower level person that might create a more of a disconnect with a prospect than a connection, right? I mean, I've been on strategy, I've been on calls with people from massive large companies where they reach out and it's just it's a it the experience is so disconnected, right? It's like it's so binary one level. I'm not getting the nuances of relationship and truly the education points that I need because the person's not educated enough in the sales process to make it effective for me as a prospect. But if you get your best salesperson, that's just leveraging, leveraging that person's ability to create the perfect show or you know 20-minute experience or 30-minute experience or 40-minute experience that you can over and over again. And you're right. With a live, not only can you you know, have a, you know, you can have off days, you know, if you're running it live, but technology can have its way where it might create a disconnect too. Maybe the internet goes out and you're building or anything, you know? So the cool thing about having an automated is that it, you know, it's one tenth of the technical hassles or problems that you're going to experience from a live, but it also allows you to create the asset that can literally work for you over and over again for more than one year, years. I mean, yeah. We had Teachable who uses our system and they perfected their webinar and then use our system and they know the conversion that's going to happen based on the, how good that webinar is. And they worked at it over time and they know it, the deliverable works. It gets in front of the client in the right way. They can track all the 
you know, how long someone's watching it, right? And they can see what it's doing. But at the same time, you know, they use it over and over again. That's one of their best assets for sales, right? It's a pre-recorded webinar experience. Yeah, so. no, I love that. So the power of educating, you know, your prospects or your customers in a very consistent and, you know, defined way in such that, you know, you can make sure you're delivering that message consistently. And not only that, but you're making sure that they're educated to the point where if they do raise their hand at the end of that webinar, you can have a meaningful conversation with your business development or sales team or whoever. So I think that's, that's a great point. Point number one, covered. Where else do we go from here? So the thing that we talked about is, is a better customer, customer acquisition, but a lot of people don't think about the customer retention, right? And the customer relationship after they've become a client. And webinars are perfect for that as well, because oftentimes, especially with a SaaS platform, if you're not keeping high touch points with your audience, oftentimes they, they feel like they're losing touch with you. So to stay in touch, stay relevant with them, oftentimes it's good to do like a weekly webinar. And so what we see is retention with customers lasts longer when you add an element of webinars into it, right? Whether it's doing live webinars on a weekly basis, such as, you know, like we have office hours where we run webinars or, you know, having a track of educating on the back end using webinars. So once someone comes in as a customer, you can also onboard that customer through automated webinars. And so we have people that actually, when someone purchases and enters into their, you know, SaaS, a SaaS platform, we, we just, a lot of SaaS companies will use us. So someone will buy into a, a monthly recurring SaaS platform. And then to onboard them, they have them sign up for automated workshops that will, will help them to get onboarded automatically. So instead of like having to necessarily do high touch points after the fact of someone becoming a customer, you can have webinars, have those touch points and make those connections and keep people happy and keep people staying in your platform and using your system and, and getting there better. So webinars are great for that as well. Retention. Yeah, I think the retention, I think that's really interesting. And one thing that came to mind as you were saying that is, you know, every SaaS platform has some sort of an onboarding process. And sometimes they just use videos, right? Where they'll say, here's a how-to video on how to get started. And here's how a little bit more advanced strategies. And they'll have this video library, right? Where they'll have, you'll have access to the, the training. But there, I think there's a big difference between scheduling an actual event where there's a defined time and date where this is going to take place and getting the actual customer to engage with an event like that versus just saying, hey, here's a big video library, go watch whatever you want to watch. I think you're more likely, and tell me if I'm wrong, I think you're more likely to get a customer engaged when it's an actual event that's pre-established date and time versus just some you know video library where they have access to 10 different videos or 20 different videos and they can go wherever they want, right? Because that can be a little bit overwhelming. What I've found is people want direction. Right. And if you give them that direction, you'll be surprised how many times they'll take that direction and then do what you ask them to do, which is obviously going to improve their experience and hopefully improve the overall retention of the product or service or whatever you're selling. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think that it's if you're not giving them somewhere to go and like they can do it themselves, it's just not, it, they're not going to, they don't have the same, it doesn't have the same commitment level. But if you have them show up, 
And it's like they have to go through this level, these points of education, you know, then it's like they're going to do it. Again, what we've seen with HR company, or we've talked to HR departments and companies before where they have to onboard new trainees and new employees. And instead of those employees having to come to a live room where they're in a seminar, right, where it's live, because that's the only way someone's going to learn. Now, what we're able to do is have them come to an automated pre-recorded event that they sign up for. They have to show up for it, right? They come at 2 p.m. You know, Eastern for it, and then it streams the event out, right? But they have to stay. And if they don't stay, the person percent of the event or you know, 70% of the event. And so there are these really great ways to combine webinars and a learning management experience, right? And so, but just a learning management experience isn't enough. We think the experience of webinars adds to that. So it adds the level of commitment and then a learning management way of connecting. So, you know, maybe you have them take a quiz after, after a specific session, right? And you know, if they show up and you can have emails that go out, hey, hey, for some reason, hey, you didn't see, you know, the, you know, like, let's say you're, this employee was supposed to watch 100% of this event, but they came in, they only watched 30% and left, right? They can't game the system. You could have emails going out and say, hey, you were supposed to watch the whole 100% or click on this download to take this quiz and you didn't even see that. So you can assess how good your employees are by how they consume a specific piece of content as well. So that's another way to look at it too. Those are three great examples. Customer acquisition, customer retention, and then onboarding and training of employees. Those are three great case studies in itself on how almost any business could use an automated webinar. Great. All right. Anything else you want to add about the power of automated webinars as it relates to creating a better overall experience? Yeah. So, you know, I I would finally say that the thing is like, I believe in automation and engagement. And right now, either companies go too automated where, you know, they have chatbots going and the chatbots just feel really fake and it just, no one ever gets anywhere and there's no touch points of human connection at all, right? They think that they're doing things that have more touch points of, uh, you know, where it has more levels of engagement and intimacy, but they don't. They have too much automation. Too much automation means that it's cold and devoid of feeling, right? And then you want to have on the other side of the spectrum where they, where they go all high touch points of personalization, where people are reaching out, hey, reach out to me, us on our Facebook page. I see businesses, big companies, B2B companies that are saying, reach out to us on our Facebook page. And they're burning a lot of bandwidth. I go back to this idea of you know, employee bandwidth, where you may have 30, 40 people that are in the help desk that are answering questions over and over and over again. And it's just not a good use of company resources. So what we see is we want to kind of find the perfect blend of automation and engagement where you can create more engaged automation through a webinar experience that can be pre-recorded, get people aligned, just as we talked about, where they're ready to, to make a commitment because they've, you've filled that education gap, you've filled that indoctrination gap, and now you get them into a conversation that you're now not wasting your, your money by hiring unwanted people to fill this need when people aren't even ready to buy because you don't fill those education gaps and those indoctrination gaps. So that's the thing. It's like combining the power of automation and engagement together 
to create just a better experience overall. Love it. And one of the features you have in Easy Webinar, if I'm not mistaken, is even though they're taking an automated webinar, during an automated webinar, they can submit a question and then that question can get forwarded to somebody via email and somebody can be attending that question and answer session live and respond to those people almost in real time. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's where you can use the automation and a combination of, you know, more personalized of personalized one-on-one, right? Where you're, yeah. where it's not fully automated, where you're actually responding to the people that are in the automated webinar. So I think that's a great feature. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, like for me, if I, as an example, if I'm, because I had things forwarded to my email, I can see when people are asking questions during a webinar, I can respond, you know, in, in real time. And typically those people that are engaged in the workshop that's pre-recorded are potentially my customers. They turn out 99% of the time, these people that are engaged are the ones that get onto the strategy calls. They're the ones that buy the programs and products and services, right? So yep. that's what we typically see. And, you know, it could be you running it or it can go straight to your help desk and straight to your uh, customer support team, right? So yep. it's yeah. perfect. Awesome. Well, listen, two questions rapid fire before we close it out today. Other than Easy Webinar, what's your favorite growth tool or software? Something that you use on a daily basis to help you grow your business? Man, okay, well, you know. I know there's a lot and I, the other ones won't be offended. If you had to pick one, what would it be? Everybody says it, I bet. I bet everybody is saying Slack, but we use communication is key for us. Slack and teamwork are, are probably two of our, our, our most utilized SaaS platforms and assets because when we have a, we have a, a virtual team, so as such, we need to create meetings and clarity all the time. And so we have uh, that combined with teamwork where you know, we have action items that are set up. The integration with, with Slack is really great because you know, th- then we can literally post actions in Slack that then go to teamwork. So we have to, we've created this, the syncing of the two platforms. So, I, but I would say Slack is, is a big, big, big one for us. Love it. And what would be one book that you would recommend something that maybe helped you along your journey or you think might help someone in the audience? Yeah, I think uh, there is a book that was written. Let me see. So uh, here we go. So there's a book that I, I read by a friend of mine, Todd Herman, and it's called The Alter Ego Effect. And uh, and this one specifically, I, I love this one because for me, you know, being able to, it's all about high performance. And, you know, I, I'm a, a student of high performance because I just want to be better and better. But this, this particular book is really great because The Alter Ego Effect uh, talks about how you can create sort of characters and you know, your, your sort of characters that you can become in the field of play. And, and the field of play is what, whatever your, your zone of genius, whatever business you're in, right? And so if you have to do a presentation and you need to channel a certain archetype of yourself, it's not necessarily you, but maybe it's somebody else, you know, like, like it's the whole Beyonce becomes Sasha Fierce when she gets on stage, right? It's that concept. So I love the book because it helps people to basically face their fears and create alter egos. And, you know, like how Clark Kent would put on, you know, or Superman would put on the glasses and become Clark Kent. And then he's able to step into that role. It's a similar with anything that we do, whether it's doing presentations or talking to a board, talking in a board meeting or, you know, closing that deal. 
And uh, I think it's a very valuable book and Todd is awesome. So it's a good Love read. It. Perfect. Well, listen, let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about Easy Webinar, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. I'm active on Instagram. If you want to follow me at Casey Zeman, C-A-S-E-Y-Z-E-M-A-N. You can also go to easywebinar.com and we have some workshops and uh, uh, beyond workshops. You can learn more about Easy Webinar there. And um, that's, that's basically it. But feel free to reach out to me. I'm very attainable. And you can also find me in LinkedIn as well at Casey Zeman. Awesome. I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes and uh, appreciate you being here. Highly recommend everybody check it out. Again, I'm, I've been a customer of Easy Webinar for at least a couple of years now. Works great and has really helped my business. So really appreciate you being here. Have an awesome day. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, Dennis. I appreciate it. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.